Hi, I'm Vernon Wells, and you're listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. And just remember one little thing. You don't listen, I know where you live. Oh, yeah. Episode 363 of the Bad Boys Podcast. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. My throat's about to break up. <laughs> what's going on, fellas? Dude. How did he? What's up? What's up? How did he keep that going for so long? Dude. Remember when he was Bone Saw in Spider Man? Bone yeah, Saw is right. ready. <laughs> like Jesus Christ! I like to see a movie of him as a kid growing up, and he's always talked like that in school and everything. <laughs> oh yeah, baby. he had the smoker stock when he was twelve. Dude, can you imagine? It'd be amazing. That sounds like a cool movie right there. But you are listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. We're about to randomly rant on all things movies. Thank you for joining us this morning, this afternoon, this evening, in the car, in the gym, in your earbuds, however however you partake in this podcast. We appreciate you listening. I am your host, Fonzo, a.k.a. Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah, Mike Lowry, a.k.a. The Smooth One. Joining me as always. Harley, a.k.a. Marcus Burnett. He's dead. Who? Marcus Burnett? No. Oh. What do you mean? Just the order you chose to uh, say that. Yeah. <laughs> through yeah. through his office. Yeah, yeah. Your name, oh, and then you said he's dead. And I'm Tony, a.k.a. MCP. Yeah, I'm not dead. Know what you were talking about. I'm, I'm alive. And who's over there? <laughs> who's over there? Tony, a.k.a. MCP. There it is. There you go. How you now doing, I have, now I have to edit yeah. myself because I said it twice. Okay, that's all good. Keep it going. Just have it go through the hot the entire Sounds podcast. Sounds so nice. You had to say it twice. That's right. Do you have a cup of coffee? A Red Bull? You good, Tony? You awake? You I'm good. All right. You take a power nap or something? Had some uh, pre-workout. Just did, snorted a couple lines of it. I'm good. There you go. That's the old MCP we're using. <laughs> well, tonight's episode of 363 is... Where is this at? This has got to be coming from... Give a, I was going to give a little shout out to somebody, and I wasn't even prepared. But I believe it's church. No, how does it go? Hold on, I'll find it. Three sixty-three. We got a lot to talk about. What are the extras tonight, Tony? What do we got going on? Extras, I think, all came from Harley. The, the, oh no, I got two. You got some too? Yeah, I didn't write but, it I was going to say the word real quick. Sorry to interrupt. Episode three sixty-three is the area code for Christchurch City, New Zealand. Just want to let that everyone know. Actually, I don't know, but that's where Reed's from. If it is from, if that's where he's from, that's what his Twitter profile says. So, and what do they say in New Zealand? Aloha, hello, hola. No idea. You have no idea what they would say. What do you think? Nope. What do you think, Harley? Go take a guess. No idea. Sorry, my wife is texting me. <laughs> oh boy, here we go. Well, you let us know, Reed. You say hello back to us. All right, we appreciate that. <laughs> 363. My man Harley saw Wonder Woman. I did. I took the, Wonder I took Woman. the kids to see it. Yeah. Oh, went to the theater. Nice. And you also saw yeah. Suicide Squad. Finally finished that. I, I did. I had watched like 40 minutes of it uh, when it came out and I never finished it. And so I had I a like chance. Sat down. I figured I had. To, I finished it like it. Well, I watched it from beginning to end too. So I didn't like start it halfway. I, you know, was gonna gotcha. put in the and like beginning to end. Okay, so. and I got. I'm going off like two weeks where I review. I watched Freeway with Jeff on our movie Monday night, and I forgot to. I forgot to mention it last week. 
So I'm going to talk about Freeway. And I, this morning I saw Boss Baby. So, Tony, what would you like to hear out of those four movies? Oh, give me some Boss Baby. That sounds awesome. Oh, you want some Boss Baby first? Oh, take that, Harley. <laughs> so you guys know what I'm going to say. You know, the Boss Baby 2017. You know, a suit-wearing, briefcase-carrying baby pairs up with his seven-year-old brother to stop the dashly plot of the CEO of Puppy Co. Now, it's interesting this because the dad <coughs> is played by Jimmy Kimmel, who's not really known as an actor, right? He's known more of a TV show, talk, talk show host, sure, right? Yeah. Sure. yeah. Lisa Kudrow playing his mom. Alec, and then so, the, you know, the big thing is Alec Baldwin playing the boss with the baby. He's got the suit. You see the picture. And I'm thinking, you know, boss baby, right? DreamWorks, it's like, why? Like, let's just make, you know, cute little joke references about a baby and then, like, him in a suit, right? It's like, man, at least Pixar, they put a lot of work into it. They, they, you know, they, they put a lot of thought into it. I'm thinking, man, this just seems lazy, right? But fuck, man, if I didn't have a good time with this and laughing, you know? Cool. And I'm, I'm, I mean, I, I'm, I'm probably going to be biased because I watched it with Amy and the, and the, and the little ones, and they were laughing their asses off. So, you know, you kind of feed off their energy. Sure. But I was laughing at parts they were laughing. So I was having a good time, you know. You put in, like, I don't know, like, baby action scenes with, like, their cars, you know, and everything's sped up. But then when the parents see it, everything's really slowed down. So there's a scene where, like, a la T-1000, where the, his older brother, because he, he come okay, so Boss Baby comes to the house, you know, these, you know, you can't tell if he's adopted. They explain a little bit more in the movie. He just kind of comes home. And, of course, the kid's getting jealous because, in the very beginning, they do this really cool um, a montage of him with, like, the family. He's, like, special because he's the only child, you know. So there comes the baby, and now he's being ignored. So then they hate each other, right? You get that whole chestnut. Um, so, you know, they're fighting. So the, so the older brother's trying to catch him talking. He wants to record it on audio and just play it to his uh, mom and dad. So he has this cassette. And this is this whole action sequence where they're trying to get the cassette. So they're having a play date. So there's these little triplets. This little girl and this one big baby in a diaper who's just like the muscle. That motherfucker had me cracking up every time he was on screen. I don't know what it was about him, man, but it was funny. Um, uh, so like, there's this, like I said, he's all T1000, the older brother on top of the back of the car, you know, like when, uh, Arnold's driving the car and he's just in the, he has his two spikes on the back. Ah, uh, yeah. So they're hauling ass, but then the parents are like having, you know, their, the conversation in the house and they look over the, at the, the kids. And before all that, it was like action packed. It looks like they're driving like 90 miles an hour in the backyard. When the parents look, they're just like barely moving because, you know, you got to pull the car. <laughs> right. When they're going, it's like full blast. And I don't know why, man. I just made me work. It, it just made me laugh. I like that. Um, the, the family and the kid, they're like, they're super adorable. Like the way they just they talk to them. And the kid, it's, it reminds me of that old Looney Tunes where that kid would always fall asleep in class and just kept imagining things. You guys ever watch that cartoon? Remember that episode? But they kept going, hey, wake up, wake up. And the kid was always dangerous. Oh. He looking he looking in an aquarium mm-hmm. and all of a sudden he's fighting big that. big mm-hmm. fishes. So he's kinda like that. His kids had a huge animation. And the kid that does his voice, just a just a cool like kid voice. I don't know, he's just a good actor. And then Alec Baldwin, of course, he comes in and he's like, I'd kill for some sushi. He's pulling his tie, and you're wondering why is he, you know, why is he a boss baby? He has a uh, uh, a formula that makes him like that. So that's the reason. When it starts to wear off, he starts starts turning baby mode, and it's kind of funny. Hilarity ensues. There's an alarm clock that's like a little Gandalf from Lord of the Rings that the the older brother had, and for some reason, every time that fucking wizard talked, the fucking kids were laughing their asses off. And I'm like, why? I'm like, what? <laughs> why of all the things in the movie, you guys are laughing at this fucking alarm clock? I couldn't figure it out, you know. 
I didn't say it like that, but I'm like, why is this so funny? And like, he's just kind of like demonstrating like he would fight doing karate, he's doing karate chops. He's hanging, he's like on his desk. For some reason, they fucking think that's hilarious. I'm, I think it's funny now because they're laughing. So every time he's doing these karate chops, I look over and he's doing karate chops and <laughs> they just thought this Gandalf wizard clock, alarm clock is the funniest thing ever. So I don't know. But this is like the one movie I can remember where they actually sat all the way through and they both enjoyed it. Hmm. So to me, like that's a win-win for me. Like you know, normally they get tired of something, bored, they're done. This one, like they wanted to watch it last night, and I'm like, oh, it's already late. Let's watch it. Like they were pissed that they couldn't watch it last night. So I said this morning, I'm like, hey, you guys want to finish it? They're like, yeah. I'm like perfect, let's watch it. And I'm thinking, all right, I'll give it a shot. I was like hooked in the very beginning. You got a little, little montage, like a baby factory. You know, they're all these like babies on conveyor belts, and they're ready to get shipped out. Some of them go to management. Some go to families. I like Baldwin went to management. He's a smart one. So, and it goes from there. So I, I, you know what? I had fun with it. So yeah, I'm buying it for a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. Cool. Tag right Harley it now. Go ahead, Harley. You, you're your turn. So, uh, trying to keep it short and sweet. Obviously, we've talked about Suicide Squad before. Uh, kind of a critical disappointment. I think ultimately it made money. Could see why. Money, money, um, money. I, I was obviously I was really happy when we all heard that David Ayer was writing and directing it. I'm a big fan of his. Um, sure. The look yeah. of the movie is really cool. Um, I'm sure wh- whatever they told him to write the script was, you know, was very specific. You can see the little David Ayer. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? David aneurysms. I like that. I like that. Um, don't you? Don't people die from aneurysms? Uh, <laughs> it's true. Yo, I type in Suicide Squad. And suicide, two, suicide Squad Two comes in. Hey, you know what? It got. I guess it fits a theme. What's that? What was? It, it fits a theme of Suicide Squad. Yeah. Suicide by aneurysm. Yeah. So, I biggest problem with this movie is i mean besides a bunch of things um and i, I don't want to like just rail against the movie because the look in the action's fine i mean you know the action's sort of we've seen it done a million times with all the other comic book it's got that you know it, it's trying to hit all the comic book um action set piece at the end and the the one in the middle that's totally forced because the script need doesn't need it but anyways um, you know, obvious, and and the truth is, making it PG thirteen didn't hurt it. I mean, yeah, I guess if you had made it rated R, you know, considering Harley Quinn and you know the, the this Jared Letter Joker, you know, you if you made it kind of like they did with Deadpool, but maybe like they could have made it better. But I don't think that the PG thirteen is what hurt the film. When you watched the trailer, um, did you think Joker was in it for like throughout the movie? Yeah, no, that was definitely misleading. I mean, they Did definitely implied that he was a major credit. A major, uh, no, I mean, you know, I, I, I tried to go into it completely open-minded, mm-hmm. you know. Um, there's some cool parts that I so, like. There's some characters that I like. But then there's times sure, where there's characters some, are talking and so you're just like, oh. So, <laughs> so a lot of the dialogue's bad. I mean, the problem is, is the premise is fucking insane. There's no way in hell that any 
of this would happen. It's so, and it's based in such this DC dark universe that they've tried to build. Oh shit, my mic's, my duct tape's coming undone. My mic almost fell. <laughs> Technical difficulties. <laughs> Technical difficulty. Um, and that, that really hurts the film. And I, I thought that they did a good job with, with like the first Superman film. Uh, where it it felt believable, you know, if if there was this alien and he, you know everybody'd be like, and they and I watched the first like uh, forty five minutes of Batman versus Superman recently, and I thought they actually did a pretty good job of creating this fantasy world, but making it feel like these are what characters would really do, you know. There's. Suicide Squad is so fucking batshit crazy. It should have been a dark comedy, you know what I mean? But it's not. It 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 takes the dra- drama action to, you know, to the 10th degree. But here's the biggest problem. There are way and I mean way too fucking many characters. I mean god damn. I mean just look at the DVD cover. There is four Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten people <laughs> on the fucking cover, and in and two hours, get introduced right. Like, look at my man Slipknot's in it. He's only in it. Spoiler alert for like a few minutes. Like, what's the Dude, point? You know what I mean? He shows awesome. up, gone. No. The chick with the blade. She shows up. This is Katana. Her sword's lethal. You're like, where the fuck did she come where from? Where the fuck did she come out? Okay, of? we like, just and then what, the way he explains it too, like her intended purpose. Like her there sword, was zero so like, purpose yeah. for her. He's like, her sword keeps the souls of her dead victims, whatever. You're like, okay, sure thing, pal. Where the helicopter we need? You know, it's like. (laughs) And then you got a guy that has boomerangs. You're supposed to, he's supposed to. Again, he's another completely useless character. And then, of course, they have the Native American who, spoiler alert, dies right away. That's what I said. Can you not hear me? Well, actually, not so well. Um. So, um, too fucking many characters. I mean, they should have stuck to like four at most. So overall, I mean, what do you get? Is, that is the biggest problem in the film is the, is that absolute insane amount of characters. Um, it is a waste of time for, for most people. I mean, the truth is if you're a fucking teenager, you're going to see this movie, you're going to love it. You're going to like it. You'll be completely. You'll completely forget it, um, you know. Um, but yeah, unfortunately for for the people like myself who have the superhero fatigue, it is um, it's so forgetful, so forgetful, um, because there's just so many problems. Um, being the whole character, uh, the multi, the too many characters. Um, that's you know there are so many problems that it just adds up to to yeah it's it's a mess um it's unfortunate um because i like the look of what david Ayer brought to it all him and you know will smith he's acting his ass off he's he's being him he's being charming but uh you know um for a certain demographic kids are gonna like it um but yeah unfortunately for me it was a waste of time that would be a waste of time. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Okay. The qual the quality is a little 
kind of. Um, so I was saying something to Harley, and then he wouldn't say anything. So I'm like, all right. Oh. Yeah, it's weird. All right. Where are you recording from? My house. Where? You guys, ever, you guys ever seen this? My house. Oh, you normal? Yeah. You guys ever seen a little movie called Freeway? Freeway? You're cutting yeah. it. Tony, how did I huh. sound recording my review? Is you, you're um, uh, intelligible. It sounded clear. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't hear any I'm weird sure um, like digital noise or anything. Yeah, Fonda drops off, but I think that actually is my end. I think my upload is um, certainly better or worse than my download. So, Yeah, this movie, uh, you guys ready? Kiefer Sutherland? Yeah, Matthew Bright. That, guy, yeah. that name sound familiar? That's not to me. I don't pay attention to directors. No. He's directed the, the classic tip, Tiptoes that we saw a while ago. <laughs> tiptoes. Yeah, that movie. Awesome. So, this is Kiefer Sutherland and young Reese Witherspoon. A twisted take on Little Red Riding Hood with a teenage juvenile delinquent on the run from a social worker traveling to her grandmother's house and being hounded by a charming but sadistic serial killer slash pedophile. And this is super young Reese Witherspoon and, and creepy Kiefer Sutherland. And even our boy Bokeem Woodbine playing Choppa. You know, you got to make the switch. Straight Jack is straight Jack and... He plays in it, and he gets to make out Reese Witherspoon in the beginning. Like, holy shit. Look at this guy go. Reese Witherspoon, she's a little fucking badass in this movie. Like, if this is the first movie I've ever seen her with, I'd be like, yo, this chick, damn, she's badass. Now, I, you know, most of, most of the time we know her as, you know, the rom-com thing, you know? She's always in terms movies like that. But in this little movie, man, she's got, like, uh, some dickies, little, like, she looks almost like a little chola girl. She's a little, you know, her, her, her mom's a mess. She's a prostitute. Her dad, her father, her fucking boyfriend, he's just a mess, always trying to touch her, and just, he's a dick, so she runs away. Keeps herself in, sees her, and tries to help her out. And at first, he seems real nice talking to her. There's some night, something's not right. Something's wrong in Denmark. And then he's, and he starts seeing it, and he starts trying to attack her, and she ain't having it, because she's not like, like a, you know, damsel in distress. She fucking fights back, and it is awesome, and it doesn't take too long for that to happen, and it's fucking rad. This little movie was a fucking surprise, man. Like, when I mentioned to uh, Jeff that I bought it, he's like, you, he, he asked me if I ever saw it. I'm like, no. He's like, oh, fuck that. We're watching that right now. Hmm. He's like, didn't want it, any other choice of movies we saw. We were watching that right then and there. And I was really happy I was because this, this was really cool. Like, I remember Amy watching, like, on TV Chicago one time, too, and she was instantly hooked. And I, I was the same way. And even says comedy crime drama, which is funny. Cause she's got a mouth on her. She don't fuck around, man, and it's just fun to see her in this role. Like she's really good in it. So this movie, What's you guys, nineteen ninety six is Freeway. Oh, Written Freeway, yeah. I've, right. I've... You see it? Screen the DVD cover of this. It looks like a straight DVD kind of thing. Yeah, no, I don't know if it is if it did or not, but six point nine on IMDb though. That's no joke. Yeah, it's it's a fucking a lot of fun, man. I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I recommend it for people to see it if they haven't seen it. And if they have seen it, they already know what I'm talking about because it, it, it is awesome. So I'll definitely buy it for a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. Cool. So, Harley, you went to the cinemas. I did. 
Uh, yeah, I saw Wonder Woman. Um, everybody was raving about it, and I, you know, saw the. Um, and we talked obviously ad nauseum about how it, it's got legs, you know, in the theater. And it was, yeah, I mean, shit, it's been out for a month or whatever, and we saw it in the middle of the afternoon, and there were a bunch of people in the audience. Still Wildly surprised. Still in top five. Yeah, it's crazy. Good for it. So, um, so I was excited, you know, and um, unfortunately, I was a little disappointed. Um, it wasn't what I. It wasn't as good as I had hoped it would be. It felt a lot like all the other Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. Um, I know oh, it's, it's a not. DC movie. I know, I know, but it felt very Marvel Cinematic Universe. It felt very light. It felt very. Tell me how? How was that? How? Well, if you would shut the fuck up and listen. <laughs> okay. It wasn't as it didn't try to be dark in pitch black and suicide squatty um is the other dc cinematic it, it's an attempt at making us a, a, a i don't know even though it's set in this world war one theme which of course nobody can tell because they don't really address it really um not a bad movie so don't get me wrong i'm not i'm not gonna up against it it just wasn't um Hey, Tony, what did he just say before he said that earlier? Which part? He just said it wasn't a bad movie. It just wasn't something. Before that, he said it, he said it wasn't a good movie. I never said it wasn't a good movie. I said it was. I hoped it would be. You said it wasn't hoped you would be? Yeah, it yeah. wasn't what he hoped I, it would be. Gotcha. And I, I had high hopes. I, had, I was anticipating a something new and it didn't feel new it felt like the same it didn't feel new and um but the truth is it's one of those big summer you know box office the pacing is fine the action is good um you know i dug both me and chris were talking about how we enjoyed that it it was a period film it didn't take place um, you know, your review, you talked about the whole fish out of water thing. Obviously, that cliche has been done, but it was fine. It was, you know, there was nothing. There was nothing that stuck out as poor. It just nothing felt original either. And, and you know, the truth is a lot of this is just me and the superhero fatigue kind of thing. So this um, is more of and you, I was hoping the problem of you, not the movie itself, what you're saying. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I I don't want people to think that this is somehow, you know, um, you know. I mean, I think was uh, a much uh, a much more break from the norm, or even dead um, those two films. And obviously, they're appealing to a different demographic for the most part. But because it's, it's it's still in the top five, and how how many weeks has it been out now? Oh yeah, no, I mean it's it's obviously the so general audiences are loving it. Yeah, no, agreed. And and from a critical standpoint, I think that's why it's done so well. Week after week, because critically, it has done well. Um, Did your kids like it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and Chris liked it too. You know, it's paced, like I said, it's paced well. Um, you know, it's for the big screen. Um, 
and there's nothing there's nothing uh, so nothing felt terrible about that's it. like your but biggest problem or i just didn't feel original it felt like so many other of these superhero movies when you know i know it's a different universe but um the doctor strange um i thought that was a little entertaining um and and just the just the uh, like you guys were talking about the action bit and it had like the slow motion and, and like and that felt terribly like impressive like it didn't feel like it was uh hey how could we bring a new a new action or cinematography to it it, it just felt like like somebody as opposed to we hadn't seen Ooh, that one was bad we lost her for lost her for a good second there no we didn't no we didn't (laughs) just let him keep going (laughs) Uh, um i was i was just saying how the doctor sucks harley fuck sorry it sucks you keep cutting out trust me you sound you sound drunk (laughs) you need internet god damn it you fucking need to do something you need to hurry up with your interview reviews. You you act like you got fucking high speed internet. Wrap that shit up, B. You're talking and it's slowing. I'll I'm just, serious. I'll, you, just it's, start, it's just... I'll I'll literally just start giving my reviews. So Tony, don't you sound drunk? Woman, it's a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. Sorry, you can review it in he, better detail later. He so does kind of sound like he's kind of tired and. Is and just... Wonder Woman <laughs> is, uh, is like, I don't know if it's. Like. I don't know if it's his internet and it's like, and like the digitization of his voice is like stretching (laughs) out his voice. So he sounds drunk, but I could see that. Well, I'm I'm stone cold sober tonight, boys. (laughs) Maybe that's the problem. It's just hard. Like you were slowing down, then you were cutting out and it's like, I can't, I can't hear. It's just really hard. Oh no. You know, I get the same thing when you're doing your review. It's the exact same thing. Fucking drunk Harley over here. Jesus Christ almighty. Alright. So that's all of them, right? Yep. Yeah, let's get to the homework. Who chose the homework, Tony? I chose the homework. Fonzo? You chose it, that's right. And I lost my link to it. Oh well. Oh. Talk about it. Talk about it. Come on. Uh, Colossal. I kind of just picked it, kind of just moved my mouse around the screen with my eyes closed and then landed on it. it came yeah, out. Because you're never prepared is what you're saying. Yeah, because I don't give a shit, you know. Oh, okay. uh, it's that's, like, I, I can't, I can't be bothered to try and figure out what kind of movie I want to watch. There's too much shit out there. So just pick randomly, uh, from something do, do from, you, you know. you still enjoy watching movies? Uh, every once in a while. 2016, Colossal, an hour and uh, 49 minutes. Uh, Gloria is an out-of-work party girl forced to leave her life in New York City and move back home. When reports surface that a giant creature is destroying souls, she gradually comes to the realization that she is somehow connected to this phenomenon. I you know, was going to watch... Chestnut. What's that? That old chestnut. Yeah, exactly. You know that. that... <laughs> um, so I was going to watch this by myself because I was like, this is going to be... It feels like it's a stupid premise. Lane ain't going to like it. But I showed her the preview anyway, and she was like, yeah, wait for me. I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, it feels like it's going to be stupid, but I'm going to, but it looks like it's going to have some, some deeper connection to shit. And now I'm interested. 
I'm like, all right, Nacho Vigalondo, you got us. <laughs> Uh, Anne Hathaway, yeah, she uh, carried the show. She was pretty, she was good. She was fun to watch. I mean, she she played her role I thought pretty well. Um, playing a drunk who's uh, trying to change her ways uh, by moving back home, meeting up with old Jason Sudeikis, Sudeikis, uh from her childhood. Um. But then running, running into some weird shit like with him, like they got some history going on, like right off the bat, you can tell. Uh, and then the the monster comes out, and it, 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 pretty quickly it shows that. You know, well, I mean, I think it, in in the preview it shows that she's controlling it. So I'm glad they got to it quickly in the movie, uh, as opposed to dragging it out. Because um, I hate I, that. I think that's the biggest pet peeve that I have is when movies have something in the in the in the preview that's at the end of the movie you know the previews yeah. you should you should watch it within the we should see everything in the preview within the first like 20 minutes so that way i'm not constantly thinking when am i gonna, when am i going to see that part of the preview you know right. and so this movie was good it's like I, I i got in there and she's doing the little stupid dance at the and the, and the monster's doing the same dance i was like all right cool got that out of the way um and then it got pretty heavy Oh yeah, yeah. Like I, I don't want to spoil it. I'm not sure how much we want to spoil it. Um, yeah, it's still it, pretty new. Yeah, and and um, the Jason Sudeikis, his actor Oscar, and like the friends that she meets, Joel and Garth, um, like their involvement with with Anne Hathaway's character Gloria, like that. It's it's hard to talk about, you know, how it all plays together with and and with the monster. Um, but to the short of it, I enjoyed it. I was, I was having a good time with it. What about you? Yeah, I was too in the very beginning. Um, and then I was like, yeah, it does, it does change. If it changes, no one said what, but it does change. And then, and then I'm thinking to myself, where's it going? Where is it leading? What's going to happen? You know? Um, and then after, after when it's all said and done, when it's finished, I, was, I kind of felt like underwhelmed a little bit because I don't know. I don't know what to expect because it, it was it's just such, so far out there. Yeah. It's so far-fetched, you know? Yep. Um, I didn't buy her as the party girl or drunk if she was supposed to be drunk all the time. I didn't buy that. So that kind of hurt it. Uh, um, I like Anne Hathaway. I think she's good. I just didn't buy her as, you know, so the, I don't know. And then Jason Segg is always popping around. It was kind of annoying. It was getting annoying. It's like, why are you always fucking over, dude? Come on. But then, you know, later on, it's like, okay. They kind of give an explanation of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I'm, I guess I wanted to see more creature, more, you know, shit from Korea. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like. Yeah, they guess it did kind of have quick cuts for, for all the creature shots. Yeah, like, they're giving us like Godzilla type stuff, you know, yeah. you can't see it till the end. That. Um, I mean, it was very interesting, like, the way. Um, yeah, yeah, you're right. You can't you can't talk about it much. It's hard, um, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I do get what you're saying about like kind of like underwhelmed. And uh, one of the things that we recently read was this idea that people get enjoyment out of stuff by being able to predict it, and the prediction comes true. 
So if you get yeah. so there's a, in movies there's a balance of seeing things happen and going oh maybe it's this and then it it's actually the turns out to for, it's the opposite for Hardy though when he figures it out he's kind of like yeah it's almost like upsetting. right but that's what I mean there's a balance you have to if you if, okay. if you have too much that you can predict it then it throws it off and if you have too little it might right. be even it, it it's underwhelming um, and that's what I think this movie felt like everything feel felt like it was blindsiding like what the fuck i didn't see that coming didn't see that coming and it started getting um i don't know maybe a little tiring you know those like shit this this Mm -hmm. this stuff's flying all over the place and from left field and how many fucking left fields can we have um (laughs) we're going in circles (laughs) yeah uh what about you harley dan stevens in it and i'm just like hey man you guys made him do a little punk man i don't like this (laughs) <laughs> oh, I gotta go watch the guest again. It was bullshit. <laughs> I still need to watch that. Yeah. What was All your right. take, Harley? Yeah, give you the floor for a few minutes. I, I liked it. I give it a dollar. Boy. I'd buy that All right. for a dollar. Nice. I love it. Straight, straight from the regular. Obviously, I, I, Well, you, you called, you asked for it, motherfucker. So you got. I can't. I mean, you got it. Talking. I'm just gonna cut out. You got it. No, I mean, I liked it. I mean, I liked it for the same reasons Tony did. Um, and at the same time, I can see your sort of complaint. Premise is so batshit crazy. It's and and it constantly just gets more and more batshit. Um, I, I think for me, the strength of the film lies in the talent performances from the two main characters. Um, I'm a big fan of Jason Sudeikis. After seeing this. Um, I don't want to say anything. Tony hit spoilers or something. Um, the you know the don't say it. yeah the story arc of these characters. Um, and just like the 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 feeling that the character gives me, um, keeps me going through the whole film and. Yeah, I mean the premise just gets more and more batshit. And I'm, like Tony said, I liked how they they revealed right away that she liked that. I thought that was cool. And now it gives and and now it just needs to start telling me well why, you know, you know. It just, but but it's at the same time building these characters and sort of you know we've 20 minutes of this movie done a million times. You know the character that leaves town at the beginning and you know they run into their old. You know, um, dating buddies or whatever. Um, School buddies. Dating, dating buddies. Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> so, um, for me, it was it was cra- crazy enough. And for me, you know, the the writer director Nacho, like he's Vigaldo. Um, Vigalando. Thank you. Um, this. Whoever produced it said, "Yeah, whatever you want, you know, make it crazy." And um, you know what I've what I've uh, you know wanted to spend nine dollars and fifty cents for to see this in the theater. No, but oh, the trailer made, intrigued, right? Oh, I didn't see the trailer. I never watched. Oh, okay, it. I, yeah, I saw I the trailer. Okay, I, I saw the trailer I and it was looking very interesting. You know, I'm like, this looks different. You know, I'm like, this looks cool. I, I, this is. looks like something I would like. But then watch after watching it and I talking about it now, I'm going to myself, would I ever watch it again? No, 
would I recommend to anybody that like? No. So it's almost kind of like forgetful in the in the way. You know what I mean? And it kind of hmm. sucks. So I really wanted to like it. If I'm being honest with myself, that's how I feel. I'm like, somebody asked me, "Hey, you saw Colossal? Oh, what'd you think?" I'm like, I'm gonna be honest, I don't. I, I really don't know. Like I, I like the people that are in it. I like some of the performances, but at the end of the day, I, it doesn't. It doesn't really stand out. Like I, I, you know, what I mean, we watch so many movies. Like I want something to stand out and something for me to go. Oh man, that was fucking okay. That was fun. That's I can't wait to talk about this on the podcast. This was just very meh, you know. Yeah, it felt like it was an original I, story. I it. it was an original story, but it was so far fetched. You kind of can't identify with it it as a whole. You know, you could it, see I, I different. Would say the film is it doesn't. It doesn't quite know what it's trying to be. It, it right. that's the biggest misstep is you know, uh, IMDb says action comedy drama. Jesus Christ, why don't you just fucking throw in a slasher in there too? Yeah, because throw in there. Musical. It's a comedy, and like you said, halfway through it gets really dark. A drama, but every, but every time the alien was on a screen, it, it did remind me of you, Harley. So it made me laugh in that part. So I, oh, I, well, I get the. I get the comedy part. You know? Yeah. So I, I I don't I mean the only comedic thing is Sudeikis is so weird and quirky at the beginning. Um there's some dark uh comedic tone, but there's never a joke. I mean <laughs> like where's the punchline, y'all? <laughs> yeah, there's no there's no it's not a comedy. It's it's a action it's a drama action it was not a lot like, of action like Tony I mean, says when like she's dancing and the aliens dance like hey hey look at this it's kind of funny right that's cute but it's like okay what are the people but doing not. what are you know nothing that bugged me now I'm thinking about it was like this shit's going down in Korea you know and like the whole world doesn't really care they just watch on the news whatever they're doing no one's really panicking yeah. there's no mm-hmm. chaos in the streets like a big fucking thing that came out like well, that the- no one's panicking I mean, in Korea, there wasn't Seoul. There was people running around the streets. Oh, and shit oh yeah, exploded. it was weird. Like, yeah, the but people here, in North like America nothing. were like, just yeah, living their life, like, just yeah. chilling no, in the bar. Yeah, it's weird. But the, and what's they, great is that they touch on that in the movie. This the world. Right, they touch on it in the movie. Like yeah. they even mentioned, it's like, dude, if if this doesn't, if there's no threat to the rest of the world, the rest of the world's not going to care. And it's like, yeah, it's kind of, it's one of those, you know. Um, social commentary type things. So where, they took yeah. care of it in one sentence? Yeah. No, see, fuck it. I didn't even care. To me, there's things I, I want to say, but I, I got to give it a waste of time. That would be a waste of time. I can see both sides. Um, you know, and like, I'll probably never see this again. But I would recommend it to people, people that like quirky movies, people hmm. that, you know, um, I mean, uh, it's, it's, I think it's exactly what the director wanted. I think he's succeeded in, you know, you know, if you look on, um, the Wikipedia, the release, the critical response, you know, um, a lot of people liked it. Well, we'll check this out really quick. The yeah. second part of the trivia says, was hit by a lawsuit in May 2015, claiming it had too many similarities to Godzilla. Yeah, I saw that. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
Did he ever? Th- it's ever supposed to be. Or yeah, the, the the similarities are about to be like like it's an homage to it. Yeah. Should have just taken place in the states. That would have probably did it, you know. Uh maybe. Who knows? But fuck it, I ain't watching it again. So there you go. Um. Yeah, I give it a dollar. Ultimately, uh, I buy that for a dollar. Yeah, right there. Right there. Yeah, there you go. $2.01 pass. What do you guys think? Let us know in the comments section below or on the post on Facebook. If you guys seen it, if you haven't seen it, are you interested in seeing it? I don't care less. Let us know. Let us know what you had for lunch, as Tony always says. Just talk to us. <laughs> there you go. So. Tell them. Whoa. I feel like you said tell him something, Joe, but all we heard was tell him. Right, Tony? No, said, yeah, tell yeah. That was weird. Don't tell him. Carly, you had the extra credit. Hurry. I did. One of the apes. That's it? Okay. I'm talking about the movie because... A growing nation of genetically evolved apes uh, led by Caesar is threatened by a band of human survivors of the devastating virus unleashed a decade earlier. So this is the second of a trilogy. Um, Matt Reeves is going to direct as the War of the Planet of the Apes. Um, this one, uh, if you go back to my first trailer, or my first review of this movie, I think I gave it a waste of time. Um, Thank you, really? A dollar. Uh, yeah, I didn't like it at all. Um, and my biggest complaint, uh, and and I, there's still some of that complaint, um, is why I had that complaint was um, it doesn't feel like it really progressed the world a whole a lot more in the sense of, you know, at the beginning we weren't real sure what to do with the apes, and at the end of the same thing. Um, it's a it's a short chapter. I was, I think, for me, um, this more bigger time okay. period. And this, take a time out, Harley. Take this, a this time whole out. Movie take place. All right. Let, let your internet catch up. I'm sorry. <laughs> Right, Tony. Tony, is it? Yeah, it, it was. It was unintelligible. <laughs> it didn't yeah. catch up. I was. Let uh, me break it down for y'all right here. Ready? Doing about you. Let me break it down. Ready? Break it down. All right, check it out. You look at the cover right now, right on IMDb. You guys are all on there, except for Harley. Donald Plenty, right? You got a fucking ape on a horse. Waving a machine gun, all right? Now, there's two people in this world, all right? There's two people. One that would see that and go, that looks fucking corny. That looks stupid, you know? And two, you got, that shit looks fucking badass, right? So, what kind of, what, where are you Where are you at, Tony? I'm, I saw both. I was like, man. Really? Yeah, I was like, it's kind of cool, but at the same time, God this damn looks kind of... Damn it, I just whole speech and you're going to fuck it up, Tony? You had to. <laughs> it was a little ridiculous. You. you had to think outside the goddamn box. <laughs> you had to fuck that all up. Thanks I a lot. I was like... I spent hours coming up with that and eating a shit on it. <laughs> shit on it. Because like, okay... Like a monkey, you threw poop at me. 
when he when he was when he was holding one machine gun, I was like, he looks kind of ridiculous. But then he like went up and picked up a second machine gun, and he was double wielding. I was like, okay, that's kind of badass. So he got yeah. a little a little of B for me. Wait, so because he was dual wielding, it made him better. Not one. Yeah, for some reason, like the single machine gun. When I saw it on screen, I was like, that's kind of silly looking. It it made okay, me think of like uh, in this world. It made me think of like there's a yeah. It made me think of like all the all the memes that have like squirrels jumping on dogs or like little kittens jumping on the back of a turtle. Like it just made me think of that. It's like it just looked like an animal jumping on the back of another a bigger animal. It looked kind of cheesy. But then when he reached down with a coordination of his you know his, his monkey paws picking up another machine gun, dual wielding two heavy ass fucking machine guns, I was like. That guy's got strength. It's like, and in mm-hmm. slow mo, I was like, "All right, I'm down." It's like that. That actually looks badass. So yeah. I had to say both. Okay, all right, I'll give you that. I'll give you that, cocksucker. But I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's funny? Okay, yeah, you're right. I, I totally get it. Right? It's you know, it's fucking names, right? But when you're so like, like personally with me, I like this trilogy. I, well, I haven't seen the third one, but I like these movies. I like them a lot. I really enjoy. Them. I get invested. With this fucking CG character, the CGA. I had a lot of fun with so the first one. Real. Uh, yeah, me too. But this one just uh, amps it up a little more to me, I think. It does. It um, does. Especially with Koba and just the way they, they the way they communicate with each other. And then here's the thing: this is what's so like unique and cool about this movie is where there are these there's apes and they you know they have their strengths you know they're they're you know they're super strong and then they can escape pretty much like almost any scenario where they can just jump up and swing and. Makes them almost like they have superpowers, you know, which I really like because they stand up like humans. But then when they need to get away, and they can just swing around and and just do different different things that humans can't do. But then I see their weaknesses when they're being surrounded by guys with machine guns, and then I feel I feel bad for them. I feel like they're helpless because like, oh shit, look, they're 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 just dumb animals. They can't defend themselves. But no, fucking Caesar grabs a gun and starts punching them fucking out of one. Be like, or or no, even when they just you see them staring down. Well, those two guys had the guns on him, and then he has his fangs. It looks fucking scary. Like, he really would fuck him up. But there's that, there's this weird dichotomy where I'm stuck going, I feel bad for him. But then he gives me that evil, crazy look with those fangs, and I'm like, well, they can really fuck shit up. But those guys holding machine guns, and I'm just, like, kind of torn, you know? But then when they show you how badass they are and how invested I am to, like, their their way of life and their way they want to progress... I, I, I'm just totally into it, and I and I feel for them, and I I just have a fucking blast with these movies. I really, really enjoy these movies. I didn't really think I was until I watched the first one, and then you know watch the progression of Caesar, and then seeing of Caesar now in, in this form, and then you got Mr. the fucking orangutan Maurice. He's just fucking cool to look at, and he's and he's badass, his right hand man. And to, like I said, Tony, you know, a fucking horse, he got two machine guns, and he fired up. He got fired in the background. Come on, man! This should be my fucking background, my computer. So badass. I love that. I love that action piece when uh, he gets into the tank, and the the uh, turret rotates, and the camera's like attached to it, and then it drives up into the uh, yeah into the building. I love that fucking scene. Yeah, it's so cool. subtle, but it's neat. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a long movie. It's two hours and ten minutes long. Um, when it's all said and done, uh, does it get you excited for the next one? Fucking a, it does. Well, because yeah. I'm I'm right there with you, Fonzo. I had a lot of fun with the first one, um, and this one, the main characters are the apes. Are is the relationship between Caesar and Koba, and 
the the relationships we've seen those done before you know i'm your right hand man but i'm going to stab you in the back you know uh, joker bomb um we've yeah we've well <laughs> we've seen these these dramas pan out before and you know i mean that's just you know yeah it, it's just the way life is you can't there's nothing original ever seen a movie where i'm so invested in characters that are completely cg totally the yeah, andy circus no nothing no uh, andy circus is he, academy award i mean his performance is so good i mean ironically the weakest characters live action characters like gary oldman <laughs> it's essentially a cameo i'd like to see more of his character yeah uh, Clark, his performance is really good. Um, his relationship with with his wife and the son could have been developed more. Uh, but the short, you know, this could have been uh, two hours and forty minutes long, and we could have developed these characters even farther. Instead, they really focus on the apes, and I think that's good because it's is one of the apes real. Out. No, none of them are. I think because it's, if you look at the cast. Mr. Nick Thurston's picture is of a fucking ape. Is of a fucking ape? I saw that too. With the character blue eyes, I'm like, wait a minute, is there a real ape? <laughs> I think that's Caesar's son, isn't it? Yeah. So, so Nick Thurston um, was born in Oakland, California. Well, there you go. That ape was born in Oakland. So, um, I think he graduated from USC character... with a bachelor's of fine arts and acting. <laughs> I think Why that character build up. Of, Why is this picture? of these apes is going to really pan out in the third of the trilogy. And I, I hope maybe they, they can kind of, it can be the bookend because I really, I really am excited. Um, uh, what was else? I had some other things. Um, I, I don't think I've ever seen a movie where the first time I saw it, I, didn't like it so much, and the second time I saw it, I was like, "Movie's fucking brilliant." <laughs> you mean like Drive? Yeah, maybe. Actually, that is a pretty good that that is a good example. You did exactly um, that. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it's it holds up really well. The fucking CG of the apes. I mean, you Un- know, the movie is now Un- fucking unreal. three years old. It's it's. It's as good mocap I've ever seen. Um, it's totally photorealistic. Um, because I they move like so they move because, you know, it's... Yeah, I can't, I can't but, wait to see what, what War of the Planet Apes looks like. Um, I'm hoping it's good because this could be a kick-ass trilogy mm-hmm. if Matt Reeves can do it again. Um, and we see the makings of it. We see the war come. and i think like i said the first time i saw it i was expecting the big epic war and this we only get this small little conflict you know what i mean right right and so not too small um, no it's good i mean they invade san francisco spoiler alert and it is fucking cool <laughs> um but i'm it's a slater i mean it literally Woo! that yeah, was a fucking movie I can happily watch this movie over again. I can recommend it to anybody. The performances are brilliant. And I wish it was longer. I wish we had spent more time with these human characters. But I can tell you this much. It's okay if we don't see them in the third one. You know, yeah, the- I think at and call you. They said you're out of minutes. 
Right? We lost him again? Dead. That was pretty right. painful. <laughs> that is right. Did you just cut him off? No, it's it's it's, it's he's gone. It's just... Oh gosh. I'm I I'm here. I can hear you. <laughs> oh, he's still tired. Like, this fucking guy won't give no. up. I mean, I didn't hear a word you said, but yeah. Well, let Tony talk. This is and it's good. Uh, yeah. This this was, I was a lot, say a lot real of quickly. Fun. Okay, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna say real quickly. I, it's okay that they didn't develop the human characters any further main characters in the next movie in War for the Planet of the Apes. It's just a chapter in the big book. And the third one, Woody Harrelson is the main character. Steve Zahn's in it. But we don't see those same characters. So we didn't need to spend an hour developing them. Maybe that was the plan all along. Um you know, if so, I can't wait. I mean, I, you know, I this, this could be an awesome trilogy. So, yeah, yeah. When fucking Kobe jumps through the fire with the horse, he's kind of machine gun. You're right, man. That's a fucking Slater. That's a bad. Oh, my, oh, my that God. was a fucking movie. Because not only that, but then you got fucking gorillas too, right? For like little mini hulks. Yeah, <laughs> you shit up. You send you send them big motherfuckers out there to do some damage. You know, I was like a chess oh. match. You got them big dudes, you know, to do the big damage, you know. It's like it, it's just. I guess it's so unique too. Where like, like you said, Harley, you got the camera where it's panning around, and you just got fucking chaos everywhere, right? Machine gun shooting. They're 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 flying around here. You got some ape shooting. You got gorillas with a fucking batarang trying to open the door. You got Gary Oldman shoot a rocket and throw them out. Like normally you would see zombies or soldiers like that, right? But we see with apes, it just makes it a little different. I don't know. But you're right, man. This trilogy is, is up there getting to be a fucking trilogy of Slaters. <laughs> so I'm with you, Harley. I agree. Tony? So um, one of the things that I uh, that I found myself enjoying this time around is how the both it wasn't it wasn't about the two sides. It wasn't about apes versus men because they made it clear that each side had bad eggs in it. They had bad, there was oh, yeah. bad men and there was bad apes and there's good men and good apes, you know, and, and like, bad this, eggs? right. And the bad eggs, the rotten eggs are the ones that spoil it to, for everybody. And that's what Caesar says. Like, dude, apes, there are some bad apes that started this shit, but humans ain't going to forgive us. You know, it's, it's like, we're going to get some fucking war. Um, spoiler alert. <laughs> if you could, if you couldn't tell, uh, <laughs> but, uh, what? it was, no, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I, I was definitely entertained again, you know, this second time around, um, I was hooting and hollering throughout the movie and I was enjoying it on a deeper level that I didn't, that I just kind of glossed over before and never just really sunk in. But this time around, it was, it was pretty cool. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm down to certify this thing. That was a Hell fucking yeah. Movie. Fuck yeah. So good to certify a fucking movie, right? Damn. I was, was so awesome. like, I was so surprised when I was like, dude, this movie's fucking brilliant. Why did I hate? Why did I not care for this movie the first time? We don't I understand anything you say, Harley. Sometimes we're <laughs> always confused. Yeah, yeah. It, good internet, bad internet, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, when we can hear you clearly, when we can't hear you clearly, we still don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> I don't understand the words you just said. 
Exactly. Just the fucking CG alone is like when they when they're touching the humans or when they're interacting and they're like they're it's just so fucking for real. It's unbelievable. Well, I mean, right? just what like you pointed out, you are sympathizing and you're following and giving a shit about characters that aren't real. They're CG, but you don't think about that. That does not it doesn't it interrupt, it doesn't get in the way of you enjoying these characters. And that the testament to the CG. Exactly. Like bad CG or if like the eyes look weird or something, it would stand out, right? Right. It, 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 it distracts you. It, it it bumps you. You know? Yeah. So this one didn't bump me. I give it a fist bump. For yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I can't wait for war for sure. That's going to be awesome. It comes out pretty... Uh, it's coming out soon, huh? It's coming up. A couple yes, weeks, around the corner. Yeah. yeah. Might have to make that the homer. All right, all right, all right. That, uh, I think that's all the movies there. So you want to wanna, uh, see what's the homework before we go to uh, the weekends? It's coming out this weekend. July 14th. What is this weekend? Next, yeah, this this weekend coming up, July fourteenth. There you go. Yeah. All right. So since Tony was going to choose it, then he we were able to track down Colossal. I'm going to make Fast Eight the homework. Cool. Someone haven't seen? Got to see it. Got to. Got to. Oh, I can't find it using a fat. Fast Eight. I have to look up Fate of the Furious. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. so weird. They should have had it. The yeah. letter yeah. F. They just and keep giving these fucking movies weird ass names. Yeah. What's the next one called? Have they titled it yet? No, I don't know. <clears throat> That's a good question. What's the X credit? That's another good question. X credit. It's gonna be. Yeah. Uh, oh, I just had it. Um. From 1993, Robert De Niro, and who the fuck is this other guy? Chaz Palminteri or something? Oh shit! You talking about Bronx Tale, son? Yes, sir. Fuck! I love me some Bronx Tale. I haven't seen this movie in a long time. Yeah, we haven't reviewed it, so I was like, yeah, that's it's it's, really? it's, about, it's about time. Yeah, it's not on our list. It's not on our history. Bitch. Yeah, great fucking soundtrack. I think was it. Was it De Niro's like first he directed direction? It. Yeah. Which yeah. one he directed or something? Mm-hmm. Oh fuck cool. yeah! Fuck yeah! Nice. What made you want to do that, Tony? It's been on my list for a while. Yeah, it's, okay. been, it's just been on my list. Okay. What well, fucking a? Hmm. What well, fucking a? <laughs> <laughs> How's your weekend, Harley? Before your internet cuts out. It was good. We're finally, um, Chris's parents came and visited. <clears throat> so that was really nice. And they actually stayed for two days. They didn't stay with us. They stayed at a hotel, but, um, it was cool. We went out to, uh, a waterfall out and, um, so that was really nice kind of showing them the scenes. They, they've come and visited before, but they only stayed for a couple hours, basically. Um, it's kind of, a long drive so they would come and then for a little bit but then they'd go home and they never get to see the site so we actually got to see them some of the sites so that was really nice um finally kind of just kind of getting settled in the house um 
you know, finishing all the unpacking, got the, the, um, got, you know, the garage all kind of starting to organize and get all the bikes settled in. So I took a picture. So, um, get back into the, a normal routine kind of thing, you know, um, got to see some extra credits just because had some mornings off all the, the movies that we uh, watched, you know, we watched them in the mornings or whatnot. So, so anyways, yeah, nothing special. Um, the weekend, Chris's parents came, but, um, uh, it's been hot. It's been like oh, mid yeah. to high nineties for the last like week. So luckily we have air conditioners. We oh, actually have sure. two central air conditioners in the Shit. house. So you got AC, Tony? Yeah. Crank that shit on, man. Yeah, we bought um, some blackout curtains. The um, oh. and so far from this time, same time last year, we're down like like ten percent um energy expenditure so it's helping but yeah no it's it's hard to survive with that ac yeah it's impossible so uh, um well lose him again yep no i'm here he he took him in all right what about you mcp um (laughs) i had you know not much not much going on um but we spent like we went over and um, visited my um, my mom, my parents on Friday. Uh, my grandma came to visit, and we hung out. And somehow, they decided that because um, I was planning to work all weekend. And Lane's like, "Oh well, you know what? While Tony's working, I, um, you know, uh, he's got his laptop. We can bring it over." And all they contracted Lane to rearrange their kitchen. Apparently my parents have moved, you know, several times and they just keep on dra- hoarding and dragging shit with them from the previous houses. So now they've got all this shit in the kitchen. My dad couldn't find. And what sparked it is because when my mom was sick, my dad couldn't find anything. <laughs> you know, he, he was running circles around the, through the kitchen. So he just bought a bunch of new kitchen utensils because he didn't Jesus know where Christ. any of the old one was, stuff was. So, um, was a dishwasher? Fucking find a new one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, um, so yeah, so we went over on, on Saturday and Lane started ripping out all their drawers and it was just a mess. There was shit everywhere. And she likes doing that stuff, huh? Huh? But she loves it. Yeah. She loves organizing and, 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 you know, just being able to obsess over orderly, you know, or, or making things orderly. Uh, but, uh, almost needless to say, I didn't get shit work done. I mean, it was just. Cause I was, I was in the other room, but I, I, my dad was selling a car and he kept on asking me questions about, Oh, well, what do they need for the DMV and the title and the registration and liability? And I'm like, just constantly looking things up for him. And, and then Lane, Lane's asking for help moving this, but it's like, fuck it, just close my laptop. So then we both ended up helping out. I just ended up helping her. Um, but at the end of the day, all ordered that we had big old pile of, this goes to because my parents are renting their old house as airbnb so it's like let's take all this shit to that place so the guests can have some shit to cook with um we have this other big old pile of uh shit to donate and so nice and just pared it all down so it was cool and uh but because laney 
changed well both laney and i kind of changed everything like where everything is we printed out uh some labels and some pictures so i went around taking pictures of all the cupboards and then i printed them out and stuck them on the outside of the cupboard so they could just go around and take a look at see see what's inside the cupboards without having to open them all up um but yeah apparently they liked it and uh, we've been they said they're gonna they want to hire Laney to do some other projects like organizing their office and organizing the closets and organizing the garage and such shit like that. So I was like, she found her calling. Um, <laughs> you know, that's her day job during the night. Yeah. She can wrestle with a, a, a glow and during the day. <laughs> but uh, yeah, go. so today we just we went over and um, hung out. Uh, your mom, your parents, actually, and your sister, your family came over. <laughs> And they were uh, your sister and John over. They were uh, in the pool, um, and then your mom. They brought over some food, and so it was cool. We just hung out, uh, played a little LCR. Yeah, and your sister just took home the big winnings. <laughs> but yeah, that, that, cool. I mean that was about it. it was, and we came on, yeah. got on the podcast. So nice, yeah, very cool. How about you? I got some yeah, Saturday. Yeah, I um. Saturday, uh, I had our neighbor, one of our neighbors, um, our uh, their, their daughter had um had him watch the kids for a while. So me and Amy could finally go on a date. <laughs> we just went to dinner, cool. and um, and I uh, got some little gelato afterwards, but just enough just just to hang out, you know. Um, it was just fun, you know. We we needed that, so that was nice of her to watch him. And then um. Today we just kind of chilled, and there was another wrestling event in the same place I went last time, where met Chavo Guerrero, and actually, funny enough, the Ladies of Glow. Um, nice. They had another show, and I took crew this time with me, so it was his first wrestling indie show, and he had a blast, man. The, the, the people that were into it are totally into it. They're having a good old time. It was like a tables match as the main event. One of the main events was super crazy. This old ECW legend, he's just uh, he's super crazy. <laughs> he. Uh, it was just cool to see it. I've never seen tables match live, so it's kind of fun. It's kind of interesting. I've always seen them on TV and everything, so it's just kind of fun to. It's just kind of nice, like when you're front row and you watch these guys, like you know, really go at it. And uh, and I looked over at Cruz's face, and his face is lighting up, and he seems to be very into it. Um, like I said that before, the venue's kind of small, so when you get on the top rope, like if you stand all the way up, you're gonna put your head through the the ceiling, through those little vents, and see through in the attic. So <laughs> it's pretty low. So one guy started the chant. Well, watch your head, watch your head, and we start clapping. It's kind of funny. Um, so he goes down to the middle rope instead of being on the top rope, and he goes, mm, "Nah, I think I still hit it." Goes down to the bottom rope. He goes, "Yeah, this will be, this will work fine." <laughs> Jumps up, still hits his head on the ceiling, oh. hurts his head. Crew starts laughing so hard. Like I flipped the camera over to watch him, and he's just cracking up. He thought that was the funniest thing. Um, and that guy, actually, Andy Brown, he was really funny. He was really cool. Like he came around the, before he went in the ring. He's high fiving everyone in the crowd like in the front row. Um, I high five him. Um, crew had his hand out. He missed him, and I was like, "Oh, that's go, oh, that sucked." He realized he missed him. Turns back around and high five him, and I was like, "Oh, that's so cool. That's rad." You know, I thought that was kind of neat. Um, in the in that table match, uh, super crazy being lined on the table. A spoiler alert for the, his YouTube video: <laughs> the guy jumps off. He just he you know bounces off the ropes, jumps over the rope, does a flip, lands on it, breaks it. Next thing we know, super crazy gets up and he's bleeding from his face. I look over at crew like, oh shit, this just turned into a fucking bloody match. And I'm like, uh, this, I'm like, this is probably where the, your YouTube video ends right here. <laughs> it already gets rated R. Uh, I look over and he's like, uh, 
that's supposed to happen? I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Like, you know, like, did he get cut while the guy landed on him? I don't know, but I'm, you know, I, I just, I guess I haven't seen it in a while or maybe it closed. So it's kind of like, my instincts were kind of like, yo, we should help him. But I'm thinking, <laughs> wait, this is part of the match. You know what I mean? It was weird. It was blood all over the floor. Just like, whoa, this is, uh, yeah, let, let somebody say rest in this fake motherfucker. Look at those blood. Look at that blood on the ground. <laughs> um, but no, but he had fun. You know, my boys, Chris and Christian were there too. And, uh, um, it's so funny how getting there takes a lot longer than coming back for some reason. I don't know if it's just the, Sway more traffic. I don't know. I just find that kind of weird. Because when we're driving back, I'm like, hey, we're already in Anaheim. I'm like, how is that possible? Take us forever, but anyways. Um, yeah, so we had fun with that, and uh, crew had fun, so he's kicking my ass afterwards. <laughs> he's jumping on the <laughs> but In fact, there was a six-year-old kid wrestling. What? The fidget spinner. The fidget spinner. He had, like, fidget spinners glued to his glasses. The the, the, the guy, the main guy, Steve, that runs, runs the House of Pain. He was like, you know, I got the six-year-old kid, man, who's been training with me. He uh, never misses a day, always here, ready to go. He challenged me to a match, and I obliged, so we're going to fight. And sure enough, he's fighting with him. Awesome. He does, dude, he did a hurricane run off the top row, man. The kid nailed it, you know? Because, you know, he's fighting the trainer, so he's already practiced with him, so he already knows. But just seeing him, like, land on the guy's, you know, shoulders, flips over, does a hurricane throws him over, I'm like, that look legit. That's pretty cool. And so I'm thinking, Cruz looking at him like, yeah, if that motherfucker can do it, I can do it. He's like, I want to get in. He wanted to get in the ring so bad. I was like, I was like, crew, I've been wanting to get in the ring for the longest time. Like, let's go. Like, you want to fight? And we both go in there. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was cool. To, just a little bonding experience between me and him and just some like, cool. I get told when I was a kid, I fucking love wrestling and here I am fucking watching all over again. It's just, I don't know, something about it. I've always just really, I, I even told him the story about when I was, Watching as a kid, I'd, and my dad walk in, look at me, and go, "Why are you watching that? That's so fake. That's so fake. Why are you watching that?" And just thinking, like, so I, I couldn't do that to crew. Like, I would let his imagination go, or if he asked me something, I would say, you know. Um, and I and I knew as a kid, I knew, but I just loved the theatrics. I love the good guys. I love the bad guys. I love the stories. I just like the looks. I don't know. It just didn't bother me, you know. So, anyways, that's that. Um, you guys got anything else to add? Yeah. Never Not much. I, uh, 35. Happy birthday, Tom Hanks. Turned I got 61. disconnected, and I'm back for uh, the end of Fonzo's. <laughs> you have to listen to the podcast to hear it again. Dude, this internet thing is absolutely fucking. Uh, oh, now now he realizes it's only at the very end. He's like, <laughs> he just. Oh, I love this guy. I fucking love this guy. Well, no, no, no. I mean, I you're, I, you're one of a kind, sir. You know that. I recognize that we were having technical difficulties from the very beginning. So. <clears throat> well, you get, you'll have it straight now next week, right? Um, I'll do my best. <laughs> I guess that's all we can ask, right, guys? That's all you can ask for. All right. <laughs> we just randomly ranted on all things movies. And you know what's funny? The link, yeah, 363, it's in the books. What's to say? Thank you, guys. Send us puppy home. I've been your boy, Fonse. We ride together. Harley, we die together. MCP, bad boys for life. <laughs>